Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Anime House, and today we're going to be talking about the new One Piece film Red movie that was mentioned uh, a while back uh, in our last episode, actually. For those of you who haven't watched it, Barry, check it out. Um, we were mentioning that we were going to cover this this uh, movie as soon as it came out. Uh, both me and Francisco have watched it uh, and during opening weekend, and we wanted to get our initial thoughts out there pretty much as soon as we could. Because we just watched the movie and we have a lot of thoughts. Um, or at least I have a lot of thoughts. Whether they're both positive or negative. So without further ado, I think let's just jump in. Um, as usual, spoilers ahead for this movie and this this movie specifically. If you haven't watched it, I mean like for the first time in this series, in this channel, in, in, in our podcast, I don't know if I can wholeheartedly recommend this movie. <laughs> Uh, I will be the first one to say I did not enjoy it. However, there are spoilers ahead. So if you haven't watched it, I mean, definitely give Oda his props and please do. But if you don't care about spoilers or you've already watched it or you just want to know our thoughts on it, um, please stay. We'd love to have you. Anyway, uh, with that with that being said, I think we'll kind of dive into the into the discussion here today. I think I think you got to start it off, Nikhil. Yeah, so this movie was like not good. It was just it was just not a good movie, bro. There were so many problems with it. So let's start with the beginning. The first problem I had with this movie, I think as a movie, it was like it just made no sense. There was no direct plot. The plot was extremely confusing if there was one. And there were so many moving parts with each character. First of all, there were too many characters, and there were so many moving parts in this entire movie that like nothing made sense like we were supposed to understand that they were in this like real like alternate reality world from the very beginning of the movie but that was never clear in fact uta's powers were never clear it was just so confusing and because of that i think the overall movie and the plot was very confusing there wasn't a direct antagonist which made it which definitely made it a lot harder for me to really follow and be super invested in and on top of that it was just so chaotic. I felt like a lot of the characters weren't really flushed out. In fact, Uta's backstory was so lame to me that I was usually within One Piece. I think what Oda does so well is he flushes out each character's backstory to the point where it's like, you know if you need it or you don't. But more importantly, each character's backstory serves as a purpose of like why they do what they do. And you can, Oda is really good at finding a way for the audience to sympathize with that character really well. I did not give, I did not care at all about Uta. In fact, I did not feel a thing. Spoiler alert, when she dies, because, like, I was like, bro, like, she was the definition of play stupid games, win stupid prizes. You did this all yourself, and now you you want everyone to feel pity for you? Like, no, I feel no pity for you. Like, you just annoy me. And that was the baseline emotion I had with her. Anyway, that aside... My biggest qualm with this movie, well, my sev- one of one of one, that's one thing that I had a lot of issues with. Another thing that I had a lot of issues with, I think overall, was the um, was the characters themselves. Uh, he, like, okay, so Law Law's powers made no sense. 
So for those of you who read or watch One Piece, you'll know that Lost Powers, specifically Shambles and Room, Shambles can be only be only activated within Room, but it has to be the entire thing has to be within a room, right? So Law needs to use Room, and then he can use Shambles, and then it makes sense. The way that Lost Powers were portrayed made it seem like he had like complete teleportation powers, which is not completely true. Like. It has to be encased within his room for him to use shambles. And, like, that wasn't the case. And that wasn't, like, it just made zero sense. Like, Lost Powers made zero sense in this movie, in my opinion. Next, we had the whole idea with um, the mirror stuff. The mirror stuff is, in a way, the mirror fruit, the mirror, mirror fruit. I mean, that is, like, in a sense, like, trans-dimensional, like, that's a trans-dimensional fruit. Like, why wouldn't, in theory, she be able to pull people back and forth from different dimensions? It just doesn't make sense to me that if she wasn't able to do that. Isn't the fruit innately transdimensional? Because she can go into the mirror world, but that's, like, a whole other, like, thing, and I never really understood that. It didn't make any sense. Third of all, there, the, how did Katakuri get from Whole Cake to this island in, in so fast? Like... No, you can't do that in two hours. I refuse to believe anyone in One Piece can get from one place to the other within two hours like that. And Whole Cake is in, like, Narnia. Like, you're telling me that he got from Narnia to this place in two hours. Like, bullshit. Like, I just, I cannot, I cannot wrap my head around that. Next, Uta's whole motivation was, like, fine. I think the music was good. But, like, I think overall, like, um... It just made no sense in the sense that, like, uh, I just wasn't, like, a really big fan of, like, the whole, like, she was heartbroken and she was, like, I hate pirates, even though she knew everything that happened with Shanks and whatnot. And she was, like, nah, I still hate pirates. And I was, like, dude, you know everything. And I understand that you're mad at yourself for you being the reason that this happened. But then... It doesn't make sense that your alternative is to kill, like, 70% of the population. Like, how do you go from, yeah, my bad, dog, to, hey, why don't I kill 70% of the population to make it better? Like, that part literally made zero sense to me. I'm sorry, but, like, there were so many steps that were missing in that logic that just blew my mind. Um, it also just didn't feel like a One Piece movie. Luffy didn't land a single punch on her, which is okay. Like, I don't care about that. But what I do care about and what, what makes One Piece and especially One Piece fight so enjoyable for me are the matchups. Um, a notable one recently was like, like for example, Zoro and, um, and uh, um, 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 King. Such an epic fight. Such an epic fight. Queen and Sanji, such an epic fight. Like those matchups are always so much fun. In fact, even in the other movies, Strong World, um, Film Gold, like we we got matchups with the crew against other people all the time. Like that was so much fun. Like I think that's one of the aspects of One Piece that really make One Piece so enjoyable. You see all these different matchups and you see how they kind of match up, how they fight, and it's super fun and it's super fun to watch. We didn't get that at all. In fact, they were just fighting duds the entire time. They were fighting things they could beat in like one stroke. One of my biggest problems, I was actually talking to a friend who I went to see this movie with. Shout out to Mich Michelle Lange. Um, I was telling him, I was like, dog, like, this makes no sense. And I, I was telling him, like, I really wanted to see like, like Zoro's Asura form. Or like, what if like, I'm like, for the first time, uh, Luffy's Gear 5 was animated, which is cool, great. But like, 
I wanted to see more than that. Like, I wanted to see them actually do stuff. Like, I don't, I wanted to see more than Nami just become invisible. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to see more action. I wanted to see more show-offiness. Because I think one of the things that makes One Piece movies so much fun is all these characters, especially Luffy, they just, like, pop off and they show off so much. Like, they, they, go, they go to the extreme. A really good example of this is a Strong World, where Luffy uh, did the Elephant Kong punch, and it was so cool when it was animated. Like, my, my, my point being is that, like, what makes One Piece movies so much fun for me is not only the action sequences of the, the matchups, but we also get them, like, actually using some really cool moves that were introduced in the manga that made them, so like, so cool. We didn't really get to see that at all, which was so lame. We got a bit of Shanks' conquer hockey. Great. That could have been... We already saw that. For those who read the manga, it's already been displayed that he's OP as hell. So, like, we didn't need to see that again. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, he has the best Conqueror's hockey in the in probably all of One Piece. But, like, like, bro, like, I've already seen that in the manga panel. All you're doing is reiterating that point. Like, it doesn't give me anything new. Lastly, the animation was not good, in my opinion. It was so inconsistent. Like, at some points, the animation was, like, really good. And then other points, it just, like, it was, like, you couldn't even see their mouths. Like, I was so confused. Like, the animation just was so... Uh, it was so inconsistent that it bothered me at some points. And I was, like, I just wish the animation was consistent, too. That 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 part really rubbed me the wrong way. So those are all my negatives. And <laughs> that's a lot of negatives. In terms of... In terms of positives, um, the music was good. The music was really good. It, honestly, it just felt like a hour and a half like music video. Bro, it should have <laughs> been more. The music, <laughs> the music I... was fire. And we, you got some heavy hitters too. Miss Green Apple was one of them. For those who don't know Miss Green Apple, they did the opening for Fire Force, so they're really good. They're uh, a, a band I really, really enjoy too. So it was really cool to hear them. The music overall was great. I really like the music, and that's like the only redeeming factor of this entire movie. So I I did not like any like there was very I just I was so bored halfway through honestly I considered leaving three quarters of the way in I just I was hoping for some sort of like fulfillment that I never got so that's my TLDR all right now I shall provide a defense for this film because I will go on record right now saying I love Uta's character. I love her psychosis. I love the potential she has in there. I sent Nikio a couple of messages after and actually kind of during the screening because unfortunately for me, right as like I was actually kind of like invested in the movie, the theater that I was at had a power situation and like the entire film just turned off. And then I needed to wait for like 15 minutes until it was like, turned on again and after that it was like 30 minutes left but i was like out of it a bit i was like oh geez that momentum's isn't there i did enjoy it um i felt i i i'm with you in that i was a bit bored during certain sections in particular during the beginning section and then like the end the end section and the only times that i was actually invested into this was um during Uta psychosis episodes i think i've like even before this episode before this um we started talking i mentioned that one of my favorite moments of hers that i think is really badass is when she was taking those mushrooms to remain awake um because it's very tied to like her abilities and then two admirals walk up to her and not even that like 30 entire ships full of like marines surround her and they're like okay you need to stop what you're doing and then she just looks at them like what are you gonna do i have like 70 percent of well she didn't say 70 percent, but she pretty much let them know I have hostages. Even if you kill me, they're not gonna come back. GG, <laughs> right? I also there's a lot 
there's a lot I want to talk about this. I think um, I think one of the things I found really interesting, and I guess they were trying to like bring home, was this notion of their sibling, right? The fact that Luffy and Uta are effectively siblings, right? Uh, and, and I know you mentioned that it wasn't like totally fleshed out, but I do want to like give some defense. And I actually am of the belief that this as an arc, right, because of the ambition, because of the fact that there was several characters and what they were trying to do would have benefited a lot, not from just a two hour movie, but maybe like an entire arc and maybe something even like in a different time, right? Like a, uh, like the flashback for like like Ace, Luffy, and Sabo had after... Yeah. Um, yeah, actually I would have loved that. If they did that in like a... Like a like an actual like manga arc that would actually be really sick. I would I would I would love that. But like, I just didn't like the way. Like what we got. Like don't get me wrong. Like something that was actually happening and that we should really pay attention to is like the is what possible themes that Uta could represent. Right. For one, she's an idol. But the other thing is that she's an isolated idol, and it's kind of similar to like a lot of the current culture that exists out there, where people can stream right and then they can create a fan base like that. And there's like a lot of really positive that comes out of that. People saying like you're you streaming on here talking with us makes my day right i have a really hard time and she like experienced that after like years of isolation and years of her thinking that shanks kind of like betrayed her and then effectively one year ago from like when she started streaming right which was her her time when she's been like on the air has been two years right so it was probably timeline wise it was right after the summit wars what i'm thinking right and then the gang comes back, so that's why Luffy probably doesn't even realize this Uta or the person that risen is the same Uta that he knows. And then a year, like in in, in the midpoint between the um, time skip arc, right, or time skip situation, she realized because she saw recording that the person that actually ended up destroying the entire island was her <laughs> and her Dever fruit. Um, which at that point she like had a fan base. She ended up like she developed pretty much what what is known as a parasocial relationship. Are you familiar with that? Um, with that concept Nikhil mm-hmm. yeah so like that's at that aspect going for her. so she at this point is aware that okay there's and something that was really interesting about this that isn't entirely like fully developed or fully realized or rather we as One Piece fans sometimes forget is that pirates big problem in this in this pirate age universe for the entire like One Piece like just regular people you know mm-hmm. and often we forget that because the pirates that we are used to are people like Whitebeard who isn't emperor, but like pretty much protected people with his emperor status. Luffy, Roger, and Shanks, which are all effectively like decent people and aren't out there trying to pillage. Mm-hmm. I mean, take, for example, Shanks, he effectively is known to be one of the most ruthless emperors for upstart pirates. And that's because he takes absolutely like no shits when it comes from these pirates that are out there like effectively making things awful for people. In particular, right, Kid, for example, which was one of the upstarts that he went up against. All we know from that engagement is that Kid got destroyed and lost an arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's no one out there, as far as the supernovas goes, that when they went up against a an emperor, that they took such an L. <laughs> and rest in peace, Kid's fans, because I think in the most recent SBS, his entire backstory and his crew's backstory was, like, revealed in two paragraphs <laughs> or two pages. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know about you, but that makes me feel that there's going to be no kid backstory. But that's a topic for, no, for another time. But going back with the whole notion of, like, Utha, she's definitely in a position where, like, okay, I have people, they hate pirates. I don't hate pirates inherently, but I'm too committed to this, and I have literally nothing else. So she's really, like, in a dark place, like, all, all around. 
And she generally, because going back to like the fact that her and Luffy grew up pretty much with one father figure, and the fact that he was big on like a new generation almost, and the whole aspect of like what does your what does your kid think that your parent expects from you, right? Because she, there's a lot of expectations that were put on Uta, and that she didn't realize she didn't need to like necessarily fulfill, or even mm-hmm. like she probably misinterpreted those expectations. As if she if she doesn't make it, her dad's never gonna come back, and effectively for her. Shanks did abandon her, or at least for like several years of her life, she thought that, right? And now that she learns that technically he was always the nice guy she always knew in her head, there's like a diso- like cognitive dissonance happening with inside of her that she just can't figure out. And at a certain point, she just like defaults to the emotions of her fans, which is, I hate everything, life sucks, which once she resonates with that. And then they're all saying, your, mu- your music makes my life better. So her logical conclusion was, I'm just going to do the extreme, I'm going to get everyone, and I'm going to matrix the hell out of this. Mm-hmm. That's like, that was my interpretation. I mean, of course, like if Oda was given an entire arc, that would have been, that would have come up perfectly through, right? I, I can imagine like most arcs, right, that he does. And her like, and her reasoning would have just been a lot heavy hitting, right? And, and then we can like emphasize the aspect of a sibling and like parents, which I can go more into. But also, like, her Devil Fruit, I love that it contrasts with Teen... Her Devil Fruit's ridiculous. I'm just going to put it out there. It's, like, really powerful. And it mirrors kind of, like, Luffy's Devil Fruit, in a way, you know? Mm-hmm. They're both, in a way, Devil Fruits that exist to make people happy. Or, like, make things better, right? Her Sing Sing Fruit. And then Luffy's... Spoiler alert, by the way. Luffy's true Devil Fruit is pretty much a Devil Fruit to make... It's like a Looney Tune devil food, pretty much, right? There's like a lot more detail into it, but like if you remember, right, to be really goofy, it's kind of what he's going for, and like he makes people happy with that goofiness. Mm-hmm. So like they they have inherent parallels going for each other, and then going with the fact that Shanks, in a way, gave Luffy a place to continue, right, in his dream. He did the he tried or he kind of did the same thing for Utha in a way, but she just couldn't accept it because in her eyes. Shanks abandoned her, but in Luffy's side, Shanks didn't abandon him. He just said goodbye. I'll meet you eventually, right? Yeah. There's no closure for Utha in that regard. For her, as far as she knows, she did something terrible and Shanks left. So she's thinking now, I mean, this isn't the case like a year ago when she found out. In her head, she deserves dying, right? <laughs> like, she is, I can guarantee you, she is 100% suicidal. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, she is. She Effectively, she is. She's dealing with a lot in her head. <laughs> and like, she needs a parent like her actual parent figure back and like don't remember when she took the hat away from from luffy and this is yeah. a sibling this is a sibling thing but i can guarantee you she took it away and a part of her is because she was jealous yeah of course i mean that's for sure yeah i mean like it, it takes a while to like get there because she never explicitly says it right but she wanted uh she's like in a lot of pain and she, I, I think her character inherently there's a lot to explore there and it also I think, um, side note, right, this is being shared around the um, internet, right? It seems mm-hmm. that Oda went out there and says, my, my, my old man saw the, the movie, film Red, and then he sent me a text message. And then he says, I think I finally get it. And effectively, what people came out to understand from that, like when, what he shared is that Utha is pretty much Oda in a way, that he's trying to bring people together. But instead of using music writer instead of like vibing really hard like how luffy does in his story he's bringing people together with one piece mm-hmm. so like his dad's like damn he's, and he sees the struggle that utha goes for in a way that kind of like mirrors what oda probably goes through and um it's just really sweet i mean there's a lot of heart in this movie and a lot of potential 
But with the fact that there's so many characters, and I mean, it makes sense why they want to put characters thematically, and the fact that music brings people together, and like seeing every, I mean, something that they kept doing throughout the entire movie was showing every place that the straw has have visited and seeing and letting us know that they're like interconnected in a way, right? And that was also reflected in the fact that we pretty much have like cast, the people that we see throughout the story it like came to see Utha and like that was kind of an issue because it's only like two hours, right? It's less than two hours. So you couldn't like really focus on everyone. And sometimes it led to like awkward mistakes like you mentioned with like probably filming. I, I, I can let you know, Oda's really good with detail and he never misses small details like when uh, when Law would say room and then shambles, right? But in this movie, it's just shambles. We don't even see the room expanding. Yeah, that bothered me so much. Small things that does get to you, right? Especially if like the set pieces aren't totally there and they can just build up. Uh, in my opinion, I was like, okay, without the fights very much because I, I was really invested in into that, like the psychosis of Uta and how Luffy's going to address that. And by the way, him not hitting her, a brother would why, why let me let me give you the scenario why he didn't do it, right? No, I I'm, I I understand why. Yeah, that's I remember cuz um I remember uh having this discussion last night and I was um I think my friend was mentioning how like um he never landed a punch on her and I was I was telling him like I don't I don't think that's a problem. I have no problem with him doing any of that. I just wish that there was a there was an actual antagonist in the movie because Uta wasn't an antagonist in any in fact she was right like she wasn't she wasn't she was never an antagonist it was just that's why I that's what I think got to me it just didn't feel like a one piece movie because of that and it just felt it, yeah it just felt weird like I I don't know like maybe there is a specific formula that I was looking for and they didn't deliver that and I was confused but like also it just didn't feel like a one piece movie and i just i was so confused like had they made this an entire like backstory arc within the manga or something i think it would have been a totally different case but i just feel like as a movie and as a standalone film that's not canon it just to me fell flat yeah no i mean like i meant and i mean you're aware of all the amazing set pieces that exist in there right what it's the scenario that was pretty much and i'm sure like it was like mentioned within the writing board is like what a brother hit their sister if they're having a mental breakdown to make her stop. And mm-hmm. no, Luffy wouldn't fucking do that. Mm-hmm. She needs she needs like a lot of love and a lot of patience right there, right? And he needs to like be next to her. And that's effectively what he was trying to do. Mm-hmm. It's just and the other thing I do gotta like let you out like no. Um I felt that Luffy was very explicit with like his dream and stuff like that. Luffy is not a person that like tries to preach things to you, right? Or rather, whenever he's fighting someone, he just lets the person know, for example, Crocodile is like, bro, what are you doing? Kind of sus. Can you stop? He just And then he just vibes really hard, and then he parties with people, right? Um, with this one, especially with Utha, he's like, Utha, I'm, I'm going to go chill. Uh, thanks for having fun. There was, like, weird pieces that I feel that I don't think Luffy would ever, like, explicitly mention his dream or keep repeating it. I think... It's like I, I did like something that was really cute about them is that remember when they were going about Luffy saying I'm on I'm on my 184th win streak I thought that was cute and I thought eventually he was gonna when he showed up again to like confront her and he and she said why are you back there's no point in you being here I thought he was gonna say something cute like I'm here for my 185th win streak or something mm-hmm. silly like silly like that like small cute things for siblings you know yeah uh, there's like 
there's a ton of potential in Uthad's character, Luffy, and then like Shanks, that definitely could have been like highly explored in an entire arc, right? But of course, Oda is running short on time, and I, I gotta admit, like I love what could have happened with this, but it was too ambitious for what it had, right? And there were some fight scenes that I just felt, man, I wish there was what these wouldn't be here, and we would see more interpersonal relationship like moments for both Luffy and Utha, right? Um, there was some, so I, I do gotta mention, I know you mentioned a ton of things that were annoying for you, like power scaling wise. I kind of didn't like this stupid observation hockey thing that they had. Um, I, okay, I'm not even gonna talk <laughs> about that right now because I will literally go on a fucking like, just rant about how dumb that was. I agree. It was, that broke so many rules. I just, it's, or it's just, it was just too abrupt, and I'm like, I don't... It was so bad. It was so bad. It's just... Goddamn. It was It was at that moment that I I was really, like... I was just out of the, that final part of the entire scene. Like, entire fight scene. There was, yeah. like, some really good moments, right? And I can think... I feel like in the middle, right? Once Utha was, like, starting slowly to break because she realized trying to get people... Trying to get people Utopia isn't as easy as... <laughs> as it is because every single mm-hmm. person has like a different it's just like that thing that you gotta like eventually come to terms with and the fact that she's effectively in arrested development right hasn't been around people forever she's at a point where she used to be the older sister for luffy but now he's grown past her and she, and like the amount of damage that must have that could probably possibly do to her if she pretty sits down and thinks about it is is intense i mean remember that there was a moment where people were saying i don't want to be here Uta." Like you're 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 making things worse. Stop it! Like imagine how, how awful that should make her feel. Mm-hmm. I was just damn. Yeah, I feel for. I mean, I feel for Utha. I know for you, like it's you're like you're not totally because of probably you know the direction of the movie or rather the amount of set pieces that try doing it didn't hit. But I feel that there was so much good going for the movie potentially, and it's still well, there. That's but. that's the thing though, right? Because I felt like potential wise the movie was fine, like in terms of just what it could have been, but it just fell flat really hard. And that yeah. to me was really frustrating, especially because I was anticipating so much, I guess, and I nothing ever happened. Yeah, I think I I do gotta mention I've never seen film gold or film Z. I'm not really interested in those. I had I did see Shiki's film, by the way. I, I, like I love I'm a huge Shiki fan, bro. I yeah. love Shiki. I love Uta. I mean, and if you think about it, I think those are the only ones that are actually canon, right? From the movies. Not necessarily these movies, movies, but like the characters themselves. They exist somewhere. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think this movie is not canon, but I think there are like themes that are supposed to be canon or somewhere. Yeah. Like I think the, the interesting thing, right, is the fact that Shanks is from a family of nobility kind of in a way right mm-hmm. from the i forget the actual name but the gorosei says okay shanks is involved and now this is shanks's daughter that's a problem because she's that means she's part of the insert family name right and that mm-hmm. complicates things mm-hmm. for me that sounds like it's possibly a and this is you know this is not even a new theory right it's just shanks has lineage with a celestial dragon family line or something like that right mm-hmm. Because, like, the only people that the Gorosei don't try to mess with is, like, other celestial dragons. Because mm-hmm. things get complicated. Either that or, like, a very famous family from um, the Giants, right? Which is, like, Norse mythology. Mm-hmm. 
And because like that's the one kind of aspect. Like I mean, take for example, Shanks' ship is has it's kind of like the old like Norse Viking situation, right? With that whole aesthetic. Yeah. And then effectively, Vikings are the quote unquote first pirates, and Oda has been like keeping that like in his pocket to use eventually. Mm-hmm. That would be really cool. Yeah, I mean, that's like a lot of cool things that potentially come out of this movie, like in with respect to the actual main series, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm with you. I mean, like. The fact that I was like sometimes bored uh, is an issue, but I love how people, at least they still enjoy the movie, you know. So that's exciting. I don't, I don't want to be like the guy who like takes away all the fun because I also like see things that are really like high potential and like really interesting to at least discuss. But I also don't want to go on Twitter and then like write a ridiculous comments because one, it's not worth their time. It's not worth my time. No, I'm, I'm not happy. gonna do that. And nor do I think it's 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 worth doing. I I will say my pessimism comes from comes from a place of just me looking forward to this movie for so long and then be it comes from a place of disappointment if I'm being completely honest. But at the end of the day, the movie did have a lot going for it. I just think it was A, overly ambitious, and B, it definitely just could have been better overall. But that doesn't take away from some like key things that were mentioned or key points that were mentioned that can be relevant later on in the manga. So for those who read the manga, I think it is still worth watching because they have some key or interesting things that are mentioned, but I mean, at the end of the day, like it's a hit or miss, right? Like it's not, it's just, it just wasn't for me. I prefer the older one piece movies. I love film gold. I really like strong world. I like those movies will always kind of hold a special place in my heart, I guess, in terms of just yeah. like one piece films. That I, I loved and enjoyed. And unfortunately the film red was just so hyped up for me. And when I went in and I was disappointed, I think it made me feel a lot more pessimistic towards the movie because I felt like it could have been so much better. Uh, with that note, I do want to mention Film Bread is sort of a musical. I kind of wish it, there was more music. Some, some of those mm-hmm. songs are pretty great. And I actually, people kept saying that they didn't like it because, oh, too much music. I went into it thinking, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be like Baby Driver, right? <laughs> or something like that. And I mm-hmm. thought if you didn't like it, it was because it was too much music. But when I, now in retrospect, it was not enough music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, like, the, the music was like the main redeeming part for me. It was also really good. Oh, man. Otto, it was Otto, right? And I always thought that was cute because it's Oda backwards or vice versa, right? That's just. That was that's just randomly cute. I do want to mention um, for inspiration on the character kind of right. Oda Endro he watched this video, which was a music video from a person called Demon Dice, right? And in that video, let me see, it's Princess MV, right? Um, hashtag fake type, and you can see if you watch this like less like right two minute and fifty seven second video, you can really see where the inspiration from Uta stemmed from this MV. Uh, music video mm-hmm. uh, for anyone who wants to like see where that might have come from what's really cute is that the um once the artist who like made the actual music video demon dice found out right that oda kind of like saw this video randomly and he's like oh man this is interesting and then based off uta off that they mm-hmm. ended up covering one of the songs from Otto <laughs> in their own in their own channel so like yeah. it went full circle so i mean there's a lot of good that's come from this movie and i think a lot of people really like it but um, I guess that's our general thoughts, right? It was a film. Makes me want to go watch Strong Word, right? And I'm excited to at least maybe see how Oda would in- incorporate Utha 
or Shiki into the mainline series? Because, like, a uh, flashback, right? Um, Uta was... Well, Uta's in there, right? But, like, let's talk about Shiki for a moment. Shiki and the Chapter Zero, quote-unquote, I think the plan, right, for for everything that we know that's canon, he went, he spoke to Whitebeard. He's like, yo, you want to join my, my, my 20-year plan? Well, he didn't say 20-year plan, but he says, do you want to hang and, like, take over everything? Whitebeard says, I'm not into that, bro. I'm he- just just keep drinking. If you keep talking about this shit, I'm just going to kick you out of my ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, and then he's like, all right, bro. And then, you know, because, like, they have, like, this rivalry relationship similar to him and, like, Roger. I mean, let's not forget, Shiki was the guy who went, who pretty much did his own summit war against, what was it? Um, what's what's Luffy's grandpa's name? Garp. Garp? And, um, yeah, yeah and Sengoku. Because <laughs> he, thought, he thought Roger was going to be executed there. Yeah. It would it's so funny. Um mm. and then like at the end of that chapter, I think he's talking to like his right hand man or like his research person. He's like, well, how long is this plan gonna take? And they respond, about 20 years, give or take. And he's like, screw it, I can't wait that long. So I'm really mm. hoping that like eventually we're gonna see maybe Shiki come like come into play. Even though I know Oda's trying to rush it, I just really wanna see Shiki, man. Mm-hmm. And and on that note, another villain, I wanna see a nail back. Yeah, me too. Actually, that'd be really cool. Yeah, I think um, I don't. Know, I just feel that because Shiki was always portrayed to be a schemer, kind of right, like mm-hmm. Blackbeard before Blackbeard, and even now Blackbeard's trying to make plays. And I, I don't know. I just, I'm just really excited for One Piece. And I guess we'll probably like end up having to make an update on our thoughts on One Piece as it's currently going along. Eventually, mm-hmm. it's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a minute. I think the last one we did was during Wano, so we'll probably touch base in the next like month or two about that. Because I mean, I feel like One Piece is continuing in the sense of like I'll always have thoughts on like what's happening. So yeah, we can, we can touch base whenever. But I'm hoping that maybe because I I mean something to put out there, right? Um, I don't expect. I think arcs are gonna go back to how they used to be, right? Forty chapters tops or something mm-hmm. around that line. Yeah, Wano was the biggest one, so... Yeah, and I think I think after the feedback, he's like, alright, man, I'll make them short. If anything, I'll make them similar to Enel's Lobby, right? Mm-hmm. And Water 7, where they can feel like they're a big, big story, but I'm gonna, like, change the, change the setting to fool you people. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, in the community nowadays, people always confuse the events that happen in Water 7 and then Impo, not Impo down, but, like, you know, Enel's Lobby. <laughs> And I mm-hmm. think that really worked. That really worked well. So I'm hoping similar things from now on. Yeah. But I guess I feel like I mean that's that's I told that I can think at the top of my head, right? It's just that's it, man. I just really like Uta, and I'm hoping I, I kind of did feel a bit for her like dying at the end because a father should never have to bury their own children, mm-hmm. right? I'd imagine how much of a failure Shanks must feel. Mm-hmm. That's the other aspect. Like Shanks doesn't fucking probably hates everything. The fact, because I mean, it's it's true that for about five years since he was twenty, I think he picked he picked her up when he was twenty one. So he was very young, right? Yeah. But I mean, like he kind of did that, but I I don't think he was ready to be a dad dad, similar to how Roger was. Because Roger, when he picked up, well, when he picked up both Shanks and Buggy, I feel that he was a lot older, right? Hmm. And in that regard, probably Shanks was like too and too too excited in a way, seeing like the parallels between him and Utha, right? Yeah. And that they just found their way into a pirate ship. 
don't know. There's a lot to think about there, family-wise, but yeah. Anyway, I think we should just close this off and maybe talk about what we might do next. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything in mind in terms of what we might do next, but those are my thoughts on the movie. So we'll see how that goes, but yeah, I don't, I don't really know what I have in mind for next time, but we'll, uh, we'll figure it out. Figure it out. I'm thinking something in this season. This season. Mm, yeah, I would be down for that. Yeah, might as well. It's been a while since we spoke about a show in the season when it's airing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll figure it out. There's a lot of cool things happening, particularly Chainsaw Man. We'll probably give our thoughts mm-hmm. into that. All right. Yeah. That's that's it, everyone. If you haven't seen the movie, don't let our downer syndrome get to you. Please <laughs> still definitely watch it. Form your own opinion. Yeah, watch it. Form your own opinion. Support, you know, the team. Because they still did good work. Don't, don't get us wrong. They did. All right. Thank you. Take away from that. All right. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye.